North State Public Radio. I'm Ava Norgrove with your headlines for Friday, February 2nd. Wildfire survivors who've received settlements from utility companies like PG&E may not have to pay taxes on those payments. NSPR's Ken Duvall has more. The U.S. House of Representatives passed a tax package called the Protect Innocent Victims of Taxation After Fires Act. The bill includes exemptions for all wildfire relief payments from federal income taxes. The vote passed 350 to 70. Taxes already paid on wildfire settlements since 2020 will also be eligible for a retroactive refund if the bill passes in the Senate. This comes as PG&E agrees to a $45 million settlement for its role in the Dixie Fire. The legislation also makes it simpler to write off losses from other natural disasters. For NSPR News, I'm Kendall. In further wildfire news, a former California professor has pleaded guilty to setting fires behind crews battling the Dixie Fire. 49-year-old Gary Stephan Maynard of San Jose pleaded guilty yesterday in Sacramento to three counts of arson on federal property. Prosecutors say Maynard engaged in an arson spree in the Shasta Trinity National Forest and in the vicinity of the Dixie Fire. They say the fires effectively surrounded those fighting the fire. Maynard faces up to 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine for each count. And in other news, the brunt of an atmospheric river storm that brought heavy rain, winds and snow to Northern California has passed and moved south although occasional precipitation is still in the forecast. Hit or miss showers and thunderstorms will continue at times through early Saturday. That's Courtney Carpenter with the National Weather Service in Sacramento. She says the region will see more heavy rain in a couple of days. Our storm number two arrives during the day Sunday and continues into early Tuesday. This is another atmospheric river storm, but it has a southern trajectory, so that moisture will be moving up from the south. The worst rain and wind impacts are expected south of the Sacramento region, along the central and southern California coast. But in the mountains, the second storm is expected to bring more snow than the first one, with up to two feet of new powder over the Sierra. And with these recent storms buffeting the North State, the California Department of Water Resources began releasing water from the main spillway of the Oroville Dam on Wednesday. Operators released water at a rate of nearly 4,000 cubic feet per second. This comes as major storms make their way through the area and levels in Lake Orville rise. As of Wednesday, it was measured at 842 feet elevation, which is 76 percent of its total capacity. And moving to legislative news, the Federal Communications Commission is warning that more than 2.8 million California households are at risk of losing affordable high-speed Internet. The FCC says the Affordable Connectivity Program, created by the federal bipartisan infrastructure law, will stop accepting new enrollments on February 8th without renewed funding from Congress. The program supports eligible low-income households that struggle to afford monthly broadband service. Funding for the program is currently expected to last through April of 2024, with only partial support available in May. The ACP pays for high-speed service for nearly 23 million households across the country. And a federal judge has ruled this week that Californians no longer need to pass a background check every time they purchase ammunition. The Associated Press reports the law was created to help find individuals who have guns illegally by catching them when they go to purchase ammunition. U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez ruled that the law violates the Second Amendment, by preventing the average 11 percent of individuals who fail the background check from being able to protect themselves. 
The AP reports, California Attorney General Rob Bonta requested the ruling be delayed to give him time to appeal the decision. But it's unclear if Benitez will allow it. Finally, a new bill in the legislature could create entertainment zones across California, where it could be legal to walk around with drinks from restaurants and bars. San Francisco Senator Scott Weiner, who introduced the bill, hopes it could help revitalize downtown areas that have struggled to recover from the pandemic. CalMatters' Lynn Law has more. Weiner basically wants to allow California cities and counties to designate these entertainment zones where bars and restaurants can serve alcohol and people can drink this alcohol on public streets and sidewalks within these zones. Usually you'll see outside third-party vendors come in with their stalls during a music festival or an event. And typically local business and restaurants won't be able to sell those same drinks for people to drink outside. And so this would put them on an equal footing where within these entertainment zones, people can walk in and out of these businesses and drink outside. Right now, it's open-ended whether these entertainment zones have to be tied to special events. That was Cal Matters, Lynn Law. And those are your headlines for Friday, February 2nd. Our theme song is Burrow and courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. For more local and state news, head to our website, mynspr.org. For NSPR News, I'm Ava Grove. <laughs>